Sweet, sweet sister friend, I am so excited about season two of the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. I'm so excited to dive deeper into our relationship with Christ together, deeper into our love of our bodies and, and being grateful for the temple that God has given us to care for, to nourish, to exercise, to work out for worship and not just weight loss and to really, really focus and make him the center and the foundation, the motivation of our fitness journey. Because I truly believe if we make him the foundation of our fitness journey, it becomes much more doable. It becomes less overwhelming. It becomes much more fulfilling. And I'm excited to grow in this with you. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, uh, this is actually a very surprising episode, even to myself, because I was not planning on sharing this today. I was not um, planning on talking with about this with you today. Um, but the Lord works that way, you know, like he surprises us. He gives us tools and resources and ideas and inspirations and passions and messages. And he just drops them on us and like, this is the word, like share this. So uh, actually... I'm starting this episode off, and I was actually pretty hurt before I decided to make this. Um, and I don't mean offended necessarily. I mean hurt like heartbroken. Because I have, and this happens, I should always I should always mentally prepare myself for this. Because this happens almost every time a reel goes semi-viral or just kind of explodes a little bit. Any of my, any of my content or my videos just kind of explodes. I call them the, and if your name's Karen, please do not take this personally, but I call them the Christian Karens. And maybe that's not a very Christ-like thing to say, but it's the people that no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter how you love, no matter, just no matter what your heart's intentions are, how pure they are, they find something to tear you down. They find something. They will twist things. They will mock and it's just very, very disheartening because that is not how Christ called us to be towards each other. For someone to claim that they are believers, to claim that they know Christ, and then to treat others that way. Again, I don't know their relationship with Christ, and I pray for them on this because it's very disheartening to me. <clears throat> and it's not just disheartening because it hurts my feelings. It's, it's more disheartening because I'm like, sis... You have the opportunity to show someone else who doesn't know Jesus, his love, and this is what you're displaying. That's why it offends me. That's why it's heartbreaking because that's not how Christ is. All that does is give people more, more of a, more of a trail, more of a backstory, more of, more, more proof of why they don't want to know Jesus. I don't, I don't want that on my page. I don't want, I don't want comments like that showing that because I, I'm going to draw people to him. I don't want to steer them away. <clears throat> so what happened is I had, I had posted this content and it was about, you know, some Christian. I have had people say this to me. I, anything that I post is not ingenuine and is, is not something that probably hasn't already happened to me. I don't, I don't just make stuff up. Some Christians say, this is, this is what the, the content was. Some Christians say, that you shouldn't be so focused on fitness because Christ doesn't care what you look like. It's wrong for you to be so focused on fitness. And then the other part of it said, and mind you, I know that it's wrong to make it a little G-God. I've been there, okay? I know it's wrong to focus on just what you look like because I've been there. And I know that Christ doesn't care what we look like. He does not care what we look like. He doesn't, okay? He loves us no matter what. He accepts us as we are. 
The other part of that content said then, so is it okay as a believer and as a Christian to believe it's okay that gluttony is okay, to believe it's okay to have a dependence and an addiction to sugar, to believe it's okay to have a lack of discipline, a lack of motivation, a lack of energy, and to basically not show up as Christ has created us to be and to lack all these things and not be able to be utilized at our best capacity. Is that okay? To not care for our temple, is that okay as a believer? <coughs> Excuse me. But that's what the that's what the content was. Somehow, and mind you, I've gotten lots and lots and lots of a loving, encouraging community and people who are just that they needed to hear that and they were so excited to hear that and so like, oh my gosh, that that hurt, but it was a good hurt. Like I needed to hear that today. So much of that. But then there's always a few that take it and twist it and manipulate it and they use it to criticize, to condemn, to judge, to demean to confuse me. And here's why. And I had to stop and I had to think about this for a second because I was I was accused of being in some kind of pyramid scheme and just wanting to take people's money and then making women feel disgusting about themselves. And that was my tactic. That's what they accused me of, which is not my heart. Those of you that have followed this podcast and those that you follow me on social and those that you know me personally know that that is not my heart whatsoever. And I'm not even a part of a business or partnered with a business. And I'm not saying that it's wrong for someone to be partnered with a business and doing something similar to what I'm doing. Like people just take every little thing and they, they make some kind of offense of it, no matter what you do or say, I swear. So that was the first thing I was accused of. The other thing I was accused of is shaming people for not looking like me, shaming women for not looking like me. Where in that content did that, I, I just... And then I had to, st- I, I literally stopped and I, I talked to God. I said, so, so in order for me to make impact and not make people feel insecure or not make people feel like I'm shaming other women for not looking like me, I need to make sure I gain like 50 pounds. I need to make sure that my body does not, because then I started to shame my own body. So my body's the issue. I started to look and I started to think, so my, so my body is the issue. And I'm like, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, Satan. <laughs> no, enemy. My body is not the issue here. This is the enemy attacking right now. Because what these other women don't see and what other people don't see is how many women have came to my one of my pages and the Lord has utilized some kind of content for me and we have discussions about trauma, discussions about testimony, discussion about accepting the Lord as their savior, discussions about getting their first Bible, discussions about the love of Christ and how much they are valued by him and just having these deep-rooted Christ-centered discussions from a freaking reel on Instagram, from a freaking TikTok video, from a freaking Facebook reel. Like it starts there. The conversation starts there and God has utilized those things. That's what women are not seeing on the other side of this. And this is why I'm getting heated about this because before, and this is for me too. I mean, maybe it's not for me because I don't look at other people's content and instantly judge them because I realize that I don't know the full story. And I'm like using my hands right now and getting all kinds of into this. I'm sweating like I'm, I'm heated right now because we don't know the full story, y'all. We don't know someone's life. God's the only one that knows someone's life. So we can't look at someone's one seven second video and say, oh, that's her heart's intentions. How disgusting is that? We don't know. Come on. 
Come on, come on, come on. So what I'm trying to say is this is the enemy's tactic. You want to know why? Because he don't like the fact that there has been women that have been connected to Christ. He don't like the fact that my stuff and my content and my planner and whatever, whatever someone has came, the, the podcast, whatever someone has came about, like however they discovered me and my message and what Christ is asking me to share with you, However, they have discovered me. He doesn't like that Christ has ended up being the center. He doesn't like that they've ended up being introduced to a love that they've never been introduced to before. He doesn't like that they're starting to realize their value and their worth in Christ and see their bodies and their temples through God's lens and not their own and not through cultures and not through societies. So what is he going to do? What is Christ going to do to you and to me and to our friends and to our family and whoever is stepping into their purpose, into their passions? What is, what is the enemy going to try to do? I've got some things for you today. First thing I want to start off with is 1 Peter 5, 8 through 10. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in faith. Because... You, sorry, hang on, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Sorry. So let me reread re- re- that. I can't even read my own freaking writing. Sorry. Your enemy, so be controlled and be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. He is out there to take you down. He is out there to discourage, to confuse, to to self-sabotage. He is out there to make sure that you don't know your full, worth, your full worth in Christ, that you don't know your purpose, that you don't know that you are loved. He is out there to take you down like a roaring lion to devour you. So, when you step, these are the things that I want you, I want you to remember the, the tactics of the enemy, what's going to happen when you start in your faith and fitness journey. And I just want to point out everything that happens to you. And this may, this may trigger some people, but everything that happens to you, the pain, the suffering, the hurt, the frustration, the anger, whatever circumstance in the moment, it's not going to feel like it's happening for you, but Christ is utilizing it for you. He's going to utilize it for you. He's going to bless you through it in some way. And I'm taking this moment that I could be very angry, very bitter. I could have lashed back. I'm taking this moment. I said, I'm going to make a podcast episode out of this. Not to complain, not to just vent, which I did vent a little bit there, but I was sharing my true feelings, my true heart, my rawness, my realness. Okay. I'm human, but I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to, first, I'm going to pray for these people because they need it. They need it. I need it. I have no idea what they're going through. I have no idea what their story is. I have no idea why my post triggered them to be hateful and to be triggered. I I don't know why. So I need to pray about it. I need to pray for them because my heart hurts for them. So I'm going to pray for them. But everything that happens to us isn't just happening to us. It's happening for us. And the Lord is going to bless us through that in some way. Or, or he's going to use your absolutely disgusting, hard, vicious past or struggle or pain. He's going to utilize that for you to be able to bless someone else with your testimony. Okay? So, 
How is, what are, what's the enemy going to utilize when you start stepping into your fitness journey, when you start stepping into your faith walk, when you start to becoming the very best version of yourself that Christ has created you to be, what is he going, I'm giving you these like as, um, as a warning, as a, a way to prepare you. Okay. Your tool belt. I mean, I'm, I'm putting these tools, this, this podcast in your tool belt so you can utilize it later for when you do start stepping into your full purpose, when you do start noticing your worth, when you do start realizing how loved and valued and beautiful you are, what the enemy is going to use to throw at you. Okay. So I'm preparing you right now. We're prepping, we're prepping for the battle. Let's go. So the first thing that he's probably going to try to use is he may try to use, utilize your family against you. What do I mean by that? He may start utilizing your family by them making condescending comments, by them mocking you, by them discouraging you. There's a difference between that and them trying to help you, okay? Always look at the heart, like always look at their approach. If they're concerned about you and they absolutely love you and they want to make sure that you're doing the best thing for you and your family, they're going to come at you with a loving heart. They're not going to come at you with condemnation and with nastiness and with hate. I have family members who have done this to me. It's not, it's not fun. It's actually some sort of, of an abuse, honestly, if it's done repeatedly over time. But it doesn't have anything to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Okay? So he's going to utilize your family. He may even utilize your friends. Because this, the, and this, the people that are closest to you, he may utilize because the people that are closest to you don't, may not like change. They may not like the changes, the transformations, and the things that the Lord is is doing through you because it's different than what they're used to it and it makes them uncomfortable. So of course they're going to feel insecure about it. And so of course they're going to take that out on you. That's something the enemy's going to use. The enemy may use a complete stranger to condemn and to judge and to belittle and to try to make you feel minuscule. He may use strangers. So he may use family, he may use friends, he may use strangers. And number four, he may even use other Christians and other believers because that's that's a big one. Especially for me, like that's a big one because then when when there's when there's parts of my faith that I'm not super, you know, secure about and I'm not super confident that I know that I'm doing the right thing, and obviously I need to lean on the Lord for that and I need to ask for his wisdom and ask for his guidance. But when I'm not confident in certain areas and then the, and then the enemy throws a believer at me that they don't come at me with love. They don't come at me with a gentle spirit. They come at me with condemnation and questioning and confusion and trying to belittle and trying to condemn and demean. When they come at me like that, then I start to question, oh gosh, am I, am I in the wrong? Am I in the, like, I literally just questioned, I literally just questioned my worth and my body what I look like, and if that was a problem in my ministry. I questioned my worth and what my body looks like because I'm in shape and I'm more petite structure. I questioned my build because another believer said that I was trying to shame other women with the way they look. How does that make sense? Make that make sense. That is not from God. That is not from God. And God got me, helped get me these results. He helped develop me into who I am. To trans- He's transformed my body. He has done that. I have put in the work, but he has done that. So he will use other believers to start. And I started questioning, you know, it goes down a rabbit trail then. This is when you know too that it's from the enemy. It goes down a rabbit trail of negativity and self-sabotage. 
and disbelief and confusion because God is not a, God is not a God of confusion. If you start being really super freaking confused and there's not clear answers and you don't know what's going on, that is not from God. That is from the enemy. He is not a God of confusion. I start I start being confused on my gosh, should I not should I not be pe- teaching about fitness and faith? Should I not be helping women know their worth and their value through Christ, through his lens and not through their own? Should I not be, you know, talking about working out and, and caring for our temples in this way? Should I not be talking about fueling our bodies in this way, fueling it with nourishment, with good good wholesome foods? Should I not like I start questioning all of that. My 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 tactics, my my heart intentions like when clearly I was very very confident and, and secure and knew that this was all from Christ to begin with, and now I'm questioning it, that's from the enemy. He'll use even other Christians and other believers, and the reason he does that is because he know, he the enemy knows your heart's intention. He knows that Christ is involved in it, so he thinks that that's another avenue to get to you because if he can use other believers to make you question yourself, that's stronger than a stranger, than a friend, than a family because these are these are other believers now, and you think that they believe and have the same heart set as what you have when they may not. Does that make sense? Number five, he's going to use temptation. He's going to use temptation. He, he knows your weak points because he's seen you throughout your past and throughout your life. And he's seen where you've fallen in sin. He's going to use those temptations to try to bring you down. When you have step, when you start stepping into who you have been created in Christ, when you start being more confident, when you start knowing how beautiful you are in Christ, when you start knowing that your body is a temple and that you're supposed to care for it each day and love it each day and nourish it each day, when you start knowing these things and you start stepping into your purpose and you become who Christ created you to be, he's going to start throwing temptations at you left and right because he wants you to stumble. He wants you to fall. So knowing that ahead of time, having that in your tool belt and knowing ahead of time that he's going to throw those at you and those are from him, it's going to help you in your mind and your heart realize, nope, that ain't from God. That's from the enemy. He knows that I'm stepping into my potential and who I'm supposed to be. So he's going to throw that at me. I'm not touching it. Number six, I've kind of already talked about this, but he's going to, he's going to throw confusion at you and confusion is not from God. There's a difference. I think there's a difference between confusion and then like and if you're in a certain situation and scenario when you don't have a clear answer yet and you're still waiting on the Lord, there's a difference between those two. Confusion is going back and forth between two certain scenarios and, and, you, and you just like are kind of distraught and, and there's no peace in it. That's that's from the enemy. Doubting who you are in Christ, doubting how loved you are, doubting like having that self-doubt confusion, that's from the enemy. That's not from Christ, okay? He's going to throw distraction at you. How many different kind of distractions can the enemy throw at you in your fitness journey? Can we can we make a list? Because I feel like there's thousands. <laughs> he can throw housework at you. He's going to throw family trauma, family, family drama. He's going to throw um, different appointments and scenarios and meetings and work and careers and goals. And he's going to throw... Um, what other distractions being on your phone, TV, television, Netflix, all those things being on, being on social media. Like he's going to throw all those shopping, like he's going to throw all those things at you to try to distract you from becoming the very best person that Christ has created you to be the very best version of Christ, who Christ has created you to be. He's going to throw all those distractions at you. He's going to throw junk food at you. He's going to throw pop instead of, and caffeine instead of water. He's going to throw everything he possibly can. Number eight, he's going to throw excuses at you. 
be ready, sis. <laughs> this battle is not easy. People, I think people think that when you, when you start to become who Christ has created you to be and you start to realize who that person is and how beautiful that person is and you start to realize your worth through Christ's eyes and you start to fall more and deeper in love with, in a relationship with Christ, they think it gets easier. It actually puts a freaking target. And I'm not trying to discourage you from having a relationship with Christ because there is freedom in that. There is so much freedom in that. And we can overcome all these scenarios so much more and so much more easily with Christ than doing it on our own. But just be ready. There's going to be a target on your back because Satan ain't ready. He, he, ain't, he ain't ready for it. He don't want it. He don't want it to happen. He don't want because if. If you're not stepping into who Christ created you to be, listen to this. Ooh, this is this may trigger someone. I mean this with love. I say this with love. If you're not feeling this tug and this struggle and this battle, you're where the enemy wants you, not where God wants you. Woo! If you're not feeling this tug and this battle and this struggle, you may be where the enemy wants you, not where God wants you. Because if you're where God wants you, the enemy's going to be trying everything he possibly can to derail you. And I'm not saying there's not going to be times where you're feeling really confident in Christ and really confident in where you're at. I'm not saying there's not going to be peace and there's not going to be... But the enemy, if the enemy's silent, that's a problem. If the enemy's silent, that's a problem because he already has you where he wants you. And I don't want you there. Wherever that version of you is, I don't want you there if, if the enemy is silent and you don't hear him anymore. I mean, we can put him to, we can hear my heart in this. We can quiet him by saying, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. Like, you know, like we can do that. I'm saying if he stays quiet and you don't ever hear from him again, or you don't necessarily not hear from him, but other scenarios and situations and hardships and pain don't come up. Like, that's a problem because this is a battle. We are literally, we're not battling between flesh and blood. We are battling between him. We are battling him. Okay. So excuses. He's going to throw, he's going to throw tiredness at you. He's going to throw that you've got other, other occasions and other situations and other things you need to attend to. He's going to throw time at you. He's going to throw lack of time at you, lack of energy, lack of motivation, lack of discipline. He's going to throw every excuse under the, uh, being a mom. He's going to throw that excuse big time. If you're a mom, he's going to throw that distraction and that excuse at you all the time. Well, you're a mom. You can't be working on your fitness. You're a mom. You can't, you can't care about what nutrition you're putting in your body. Just do something fast. Your kids need you more. Like he's going to, he's going to throw that credit you all the freaking time. And that is not from the Lord either. Number nine, he's going to throw self-sabotage at you. And this kind of goes along with distraction, confusion, and excuses. So I'm not going to go too much into that, but he's going to throw self-sabotage at you because the moment you step into who you're created to be is also the moment the, he's going to, that the enemy's going to be like, Hey, here's this, this massive pizza. Eat the whole thing. What's it going to do? You've been working out. What's it going to do? Hey, sleep in a little bit longer today. What's it going to do? You worked out three days this week. Just sleep in. Miss this week. Miss, miss this day. It'll turn into a week. It'll turn into a month. And it'll keep spiraling because he's got you where he wants you. And they'll just keep spiraling. So self-sabotage is on, is on, on this list. Okay. Number 10, he's going to try to use past trauma, past abuse, and self-limiting beliefs to tear you down. He's going to try to make all that fluster back up in your mind and in your heart. 
the moment you start stepping into who Christ created you to be, realizing how beautiful you are in Christ, realizing your potential in Christ, realizing your confidence in Christ, realizing how powerful you are in Christ, he's going he's gonna to utilize and bring up that past trauma, that past abuse, those past limiting beliefs and those, those confidence struggles you've had. He's going to bring all that back up. He's going to try to make you remember it. But guess what? In the name of Jesus, you flee. Enemy. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> That's what we say. So I want you to remember all of these because be prepared. When you start feeling that confidence in Christ, when you start feeling that power in Christ, when you start feeling that strength in Christ, when you start feeling that you have become and you are becoming the, the person and the version of yourself that Christ has created you to be, I need you to be aware that these stones, these things are going to be thrown at you. These one through 10, family, friends, strangers, other believers, temptations, confusion, distraction, excuses, self-sabotage, post-trauma or past trauma and abuse and self-limiting beliefs, those things are going to be thrown at you because why? First Peter 5, 8 through 10, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in your faith because you know that your brothers themselves throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. They're undergoing it too, but know that the enemy is out there prowling to devour you. And he will do it any which way he can. Whatever tactic, whatever scheme, he's going to try his best to derail you. I love you so much. I will chat with you later. If this, if this blessed you, if this is something, gosh, I'm thankful for those comments today on that, on that post. I was not even prepared to, I was not even thinking about writing or, or, or recording a podcast today, but I'm so grateful for those women. I'm so grateful for those comments. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for them. And I mean that genuinely. Because I, I honestly think they're going to keep creeping. They're going to keep following. They're going to keep looking. And they're going to keep seeing the massive impact that you are making, Lord, in these women's lives that, that, are, that do need this. That do need this ministry. That do need your love. That do need your guidance. That do need me to encourage them and love them and lift them up and to be tr- truthful with them, and to be real, and to be raw, and to put a lot fire underneath their tushes. Like, I know, Lord, the, the impact that you're making, these other women that were, that were so angry, and so frustrated at my content, and so frustrated at my message, and so frustrated with my ministry, and the purpose that you've placed on my heart, and in my life, they were so frustrated, they're going to be impacted through it. I, I know they are, because of you. Not because of me, but because of you. Thank you, Lord for sending them my way today, for allowing that to happen. Because this podcast now is, is going to be posted this next week. I'm so grateful. If this spoke to you, sweet friend, if this spoke to you in any way, shape, or form, I need you to share this with someone. I need you to take a screenshot of this podcast and write out what, what stuck out to you most so that other women can get this. Because you make an impact in this ministry too. This is not just about me. This ain't about me at all. This is about Jesus first, then it's about you, then it's about me, okay? Because this actually transforms and changes me too. This whole process changes me and helps me grow, helps me fall more in love with Jesus, fall more in love with you as a sister in Christ. And if if this impacted you, there's someone else out there that needs to hear it and you can help make an impact by just simply sharing this episode with them. 
screenshotting the podcast, sharing it to your stories, linking the podcast, whatever you got to do, share it, just, just copy the link and share it to a girlfriend, share it to a coworker, share it to a mom, share it to a grandma, share it to a sister, share it to a cousin. You make an impact in this ministry. This is not about me. This is about Christ. This is about you. And then it's about me. I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah.